0: stuff like that. But yeah, uh yeah. so then we're I mean when you're overseas you you don't you're not allowed to beat up on each other because you kind of need everybody to be able to like do your job right you can't like accidentally hurt somebody and then yeah, you're yeah. down a man. Um oh, yeah. so I, I got really big into the gym there and it was just like normal bodybuilding bro stuff mm-hmm. nothing crazy like just going to bodybuilding.com ripping off whatever program and doing that and then I did that for a good bit and then the CrossFit games were on uh espn okay over in our in our chow hall yeah and i was watching it and i was like well these guys are jacked and yeah. athletic and doing this thing like, i want to i want to see what this crossfit is about i'd never really even heard of it true true before that uh so i just started doing it on my own um that's amazing I, man.
1: and and i go ahead what um like this is the question I have for you. This is kind of a little off topic, but the the problem I run into whenever I talk, I love CrossFit a lot. I think it's got mm-hmm. so many different, like, transference. Like, you can sit there and you can do CrossFit for freaking, you could do it for rehab if you wanted to, I think. I mean, you yeah. probably know more than me, but, you know, you, you scale it down enough to make it easier, but a lot you of people. definitely could. Yeah, you, you could, but a lot of people don't. I think they shy away from it because they think of injury. Like they just automatically yeah. their head goes to like, oh my, my kneecap is gonna pop out of my knee. Like, <laughs> right. you know. So but my question is like, did that was that a problem when you first started? Did you have issue with like injury or did you have good coaches kind of leading you through it?
0: No, I was I was pretty fortunate. So I did it on my own, solo dolo, no coaches. Holy cow. for a couple months. But I was smart about it and like I didn't try to like clean and jerk and snatch. And that stuff because I didn't know how to do it.
1: Yeah. Um that'd be the same so I way.
0: stuck to more like the compound lifts, like bench squat dead, and then I would do like burpees and stuff like that for the high intensity aspect. Yeah. Um, but then I, I got back uh and I was in Fort Bliss in El Paso and I started going to CrossFit nine one five. Okay. There. And they have fantastic coaches and they, they helped me out. I never had any like nagging injuries or anything from like just starting crossfit i think i think the reason that i mean i think there's a couple reasons for that stigma yeah but i think the the big reason with a lot of like if you're just somebody who's like healthy young and whatever and then you just start doing crossfit
1: yeah
0: i think what happens is you get loaded in a lot of different positions and ranges of motion than you're used to being loaded in so then huh. that's gonna stress that's gonna stress your joints and your tendons a lot more than they're used to. So then you're gonna get some of those nagging injuries in like your shoulders and your knees and stuff, right? Like if somebody has the ability to squat all the way, ass to grass, knees over their toes, all that stuff, yeah. but they've never they've never done it, and then their first week of crossfit, they do it two hundred times with their body weight, your fucking knees are probably gonna hurt, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're right? going to yeah, you you'll, you'll be crying by the end of that. Yeah, for sure. Right. But so, so I think go ahead. No, I love I no, I was just going to say I love your description of that. I've never heard somebody describe it that way because I've talked to people who who've taught CrossFit and done that stuff, but that's I mean, for anybody trying to go into it, you're right. It's it's the amount of the amount of different things you're doing with CrossFit is unbelievable. Like you are just your your body's going through so many different movements and and you're you're using joints you've never used before like what you said just to repeat but yeah i mean that's shit. that's amazing so can you hear me
0: hold on one second like hey like the the random person who comes in we can't kill them yeah. the first day like we need to really ease them into this and you know progress them and it's gotten a lot better there was definitely a time before i got into crossfit i just you know kind of know the history of it where the coaching you know it was a learning curve like a lot of coaches were really new to it and they didn't really know how to properly progress it for you know the soccer mom the 50 year old you know the former football player like all of those people need a slightly different approach when coming in yeah and you've got to be able to
1: tailor it wow man yeah and that's and and I noticed that on your uh, on your parlor too. like you're, you're all about um, like taking responsibility for your own fitness and not putting your trust in like an Instagram trend or something out there that people will just tell you about. like you know they say, oh, try this. It's great. you know this this, this really worked well for me and and your approach to fitness just from what I see is is all about scaling and and starting from from a place that's achievable, you know so yeah man absolutely
0: yeah. no i i firmly believe and i really like i i like your message about you Thank know you, you need man. to be able to be your own personal trainer like i firmly but that's your like, message. i love yeah that's love that's coaching.
1: the same thing yeah yeah
0: I, I love coaching and i love helping people with nutrition and, and training and stuff like that but oh. you i think a lot of coaches like feel the same way i do we're like i don't necessarily want you to rely on me forever You know, like, I want to guide you and show you down a path. But at a certain point, like, you need to, I want you to graduate from me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then if
0: you continue to want coaching from me, then that's because of a relationship we have. Exactly. Right. But I, I want to give you the knowledge to live a long, healthy, happy life and be able to do any physical activities that you want to do.
1: Yeah, because you're in the business of helping people like that's 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 all you're doing. That's kind of, I guess that's how you're redefining CrossFit even, you know, you're kind of taking you're taking the approach of I'd, I'd like you to be educated rather than just just have to keep emptying your wallet for some new fad or new trend or new trainer, you know, just go through the same same steps that anybody would do if they didn't know how to approach fitness. Exactly. Absolutely. That's amazing, man. Oh, my God. What's your favorite CrossFit exercise? My favorite CrossFit workout? Yeah. Ooh. Um. Uh, my limited knowledge. I already like. I. I know a little bit about CrossFit, but that's it. It doesn't extend far. All I know is that there's names. There's like the Murph. There's like the the different yeah. the different uh po- like pocket workouts, kind of. But still, freaking intense. Like, don't get me wrong. I've seen yeah. any of those workouts, and I'm like, goddamn, you're gonna be. You you'll be you'll be huffing and puffing by the end of any of those. So. Murph is a beast. Murph yeah. is Murph is <laughs> there up go. there
0: for me. I like Murph. Um, and what? I think, remi- remind me
1: what Murph is. Like just just give me the breakdown. So,
0: so Murph is uh, for time a okay. mile run. Okay. And then a hundred pull ups, two hundred push ups, three hundred air squats, and then a mile run. And you can partition the body weight movements any way you want. Okay um so you a lot of people do 20 rounds of five pull-ups 10 push-ups 15 squats okay so they can kind of keep moving yeah and then you're supposed to do it with a 20 pound weight vest or body armor if you have it available
1: yeah just no problem yeah easy peasy right (laughs) (laughs) um
0: so yeah murph's a good one i mean i've done i've done murph like seven or eight times probably sure um i i don't know so i gravitate i'm one of those really crazy crossfitters i gravitate toward the workouts that suck the most um just because i like getting better at things i'm not good at so i think i think my favorite workout of all time i don't think i could peg one but i could peg the movements yeah so i really like toes to bar
1: toes to bar okay Um, Yeah. and i
0: really like uh handstand walking and sandbag cleans
1: handstand walking Um, and sandbag cleans oh my gosh man okay yeah because i've done so i've done the toes to bar i've done sandbag walking and then what was the other one you said it was the sandbag cleans so it's just a big
0: it's like a big like round ish sandbag that Mm -hmm. we use different weights and you just kind of pick it up from the floor and you can you just kind of toss it over your shoulder sometimes we'll just bring it to our shoulder or sometimes we'll squat with it and stuff but i really like just kind of hucking it over my shoulder it's not too technical it's just like hey like throw rock over shoulder yeah it's Um, it's
1: it's simple my buddy uh i worked out with my buddy and he had a he had like a, a 50 pound sandbag or something and it's and it's weird how you kind of look at it and you don't you don't expect it to really be much in the beginning Cause you're like, oh, I mean, you know, this is, this is not that heavy. I'll be fine. I'll be okay. And then, and then you have to deal with like the, the, the fact that there's no, you're just kind of moving sand. Like it's, it's moving everywhere and you got to like put it, you know, learn the proper method and everything. So when I did that, I I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought sandbag, sandbag, anything was, was the way to go. And I think that's something that people can, they're
0: really fun too. I totally agree. Yeah, exactly. That little mix up from using a barbell. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's sort of the same. Have you ever heard of a, this is just random. Have you ever heard of a bamboo bar before?
0: Yes. Yeah. I've never, I've
1: only used one like one time, but I, I, it might be in a sense, sort of the same principle as the sandbag where you're, where you're having to deal with kind of this inconsistent weight or motion that, that changes as you do the exercise, you know? So something that tests your, again, your range of motion, you know, all the stuff you were talking about. So.
0: Right. Yeah. That instability.
1: Yeah. And then where, so where do you own your gym? What's, uh, how did you get into that? How'd you like make it um, happen?
0: Yeah. So the gym is, uh, we actually just rebranded to Skylab Fitness. That's We're down name. in uh, Webster, Texas. Okay. Um, it's just outside of Houston. Basically, it's the greater Houston area. Okay. Um, I'll give you a shout so, out
1: too, by the way. I'm going to, I'm going to post, you know, I'll, I'll share all your stuff and everything just to, yeah, just yeah. to make people know Appreciate about it. Yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course, man. <laughs> Anytime. Yeah. Yeah. I've
0: been, I've been co-owning there for mm, going on I
1: think this is
0: uh I'm in my third year now. Yeah. Wow, And then okay. I've been coaching there since 2016. Okay.
1: And I read your I read your all your uh, your credentials, man. It's impressive, dude. You're so so you are a I don't remember what what coach are you in CrossFit because I know there's levels. I know there's there's very distinct levels. Yeah, so I have my
0: uh, CrossFit L2. So there's uh, L1, L2, L3, and L4. Um, And I recently got my L2 uh, this past summer.
1: Okay. And what what does that mean you can or can't do as an L2 as opposed to an l 2 So
0: the L2 doesn't have a lot of differences from the L1 as far as what you're allowed to do. Wow, okay. Um, The big difference between the L2 and the L1 is the L2 is really focused on coaching your coaching. Okay. Um, I
1: have to wrap my so head where, around that one a little bit. <laughs> where, yeah. Like, huh.
0: Whereas the L1 is really centered on, you know, just kind of teaching you how to be a coach and, like, a little bit about programming, a little bit about progressions, a little bit about this, a little bit about that. Sure. The L2 really gets in the nitty-gritty of, like, how well can you teach someone how to overhead squat or deadlift or whatever and like what cues do you use would you use tactile cues do you use verbal cues you know stuff like that so yeah. it's a very 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 valuable course i i learned a ton it was fantastic it definitely elevates you as a coach um yeah it's good cueing,
1: because is a big thing i mean it's it's that's that's what I struggle with. Whenever I train anybody, it's like I, I don't know. Sometimes you don't know what people are gonna take. You know what people are gonna understand or not get. You know so.
0: Yeah, yeah it's it's huge, and and they put you kind of in the fire, like they like make you teach a movement, hmm. and you get like evaluated, and everybody's like watching you, and it's like it's
1: really uncomfortable. Oh, it's, but it's, yeah, it's it's from it's what I've so heard, good it's for intense. You. Yeah, yeah. But I guess that's similar to you know maybe that wasn't that wasn't a big surprise to you because you came from the military so that's like you know you're you're being scrutinized and you're probably used to it you know
0: yeah I so, think I handled it a little bit better than some other of the participants
1: but sure sure <laughs> I've
0: had that yeah I had that numerous times in the military so
1: yeah yeah <laughs> no way really <laughs> yeah no that's awesome no. Man. well we'll see I because you know I think I think the coaching for CrossFit takes, takes a look at all different angles with fitness as opposed to a bunch of other programs. Because I think, you know, since you're moving through levels and stuff, you're, you're, you're tacking on even more learning opportunities kind of as you go through. So where most programs are just like one and done, you know, you, you do it and bam, you're, you're certified and whatever, you know? So I like the fact that you got to go through levels and I guess that's why it's so intimidating for most people, you know?
0: Yes. And the CrossFit education system, people don't give it the credit that it should. There's a lot of CrossFit has this whole section of preferred courses or preferred instructors, which are all specialty courses in powerlifting, gymnastics, Olympic lifting, endurance, aerobic capacity, you know, like football and sports specific stuff. So they have all kinds of specialty courses on that kind of stuff. They have anatomy courses and physiology courses to really help you grow as a as a coach and trainer because all that stuff's necessary, you know, sure. whereas a lot of other <laughs> certifications, they try to jam it all into like one certification, you know, NASA and love to,
1: ACSM. And, yeah. I'd love to see a CrossFit coach who didn't know anything about anatomy and just kind of pointing. It's like, it's this muscle right here, this one, which one, right. this one. Just, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. it's on your leg. Um, it's, I think it's, I, I don't, I don't know. It's that one right there. Use that muscle. And they're like, Oh, okay. Yeah, sure so yeah there. move there's your legs this way yeah that's my there's, there's my joke for the day my my exercise joke yeah move your arm over your head what muscle is it uh it's the shoulder
0: there's a running joke uh at least with the coaches that i've met and stuff where it's if somebody's like okay to movement yeah but they need they need to there's a lot of room for improvement the coach doesn't know what to tell them the coach just be like do it again but just better <laughs>
1: I've, I think I've, you're not the only person who has told me that, like, I've heard that from other people. Like, that's the, that's kind of the, like, you did it great, but, but do it better. Yeah. Like, like, you got it. It's just not like that.
0: Just, just do it better.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Just do it. Just try it again. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's great, man. Oh my God. Well, it's so what do you tell, like, like, what do you think that you do differently? With your, do you do anything different, kind of, with your CrossFit workouts whenever you train people? Since you have this different perspective on fitness, what are you telling people uh, that that is allowing them to take what you tell them into a regular gym with them? So I know that was kind of a complicated question. <laughs>
0: no, that was a good question. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think the biggest thing I try to impart on people I coach and members at our gym is while it's always enticing to go faster or Mm -hmm. do more weight or, you know, do the next skill movement and like whatever, Yeah, that quality of movement is just so, so important because it's going to keep you from getting injured. Mm. It's going to keep you moving well. It's going to keep your body healthy. It's going to help you more in the long run. Of course. And... I've, I really try to impart on people, especially people who, you know, they're just looking to be fitter. They're not trying to be competitive in anything, any sport or CrossFit or whatever, that you don't have to do it all today. Sure. Like, just improve a little bit today and come back tomorrow.
1: It's a process as opposed it's, to, yes. Yeah. As opposed to just it, you know, balls to the wall, just, just going at it, do it, you know, doing yes. as fast or as, as much as you can. So and that's a that's a big thing we talk about
0: at my gym that I know of a couple other gyms that talk about it but I don't think enough CrossFit gyms talk about it still is not every day is maximal intensity right mm-hmm. like And, and we're really upfront with people about that in our classes and stuff. Like I will tell the class, like, Hey, I want you moving at like a seven out of 10 in effort today through this, you know, this, this Metcon or this conditioning piece, like you should finish this workout and like walk off. You should be fine. Uh You know, you shouldn't be, I was telling you shouldn't be on the floor in a puddle of CrossFit goo. Yeah. Like, because whereas intensity definitely has its place in adaptation and in physical training. Mm -hmm. We know from science beyond a shadow of a doubt, like this is known, too much intensity is going to hurt your progress.
1: You're right. Yeah, Um, you're exactly right.
0: And I think that has been a, um, a shift for me, you know, as I grew in CrossFit myself and as I grew as a coach was it's like, okay, like we need to be intense, you know, a couple days a week. Sure. But the other days of the week, like we should really be prioritizing how we move technique, proficiency, you know, stuff like that.
1: So you've added, so, so you've kind of added this, this spacing, you know, more uh, like more of a focus on the programming aspect where you're sitting there and you do have the intense days, but then you got the days that, like you said, are more movement specific, focused on the form, you know, building a better relationship with the movements as opposed to just banging them out willy nilly.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, I am a, I'm a self-admitted programming nerd. I, I love it.
1: That's cool, man. Um, I love that.
0: <laughs> I, I dive into it super deeply and yeah. just the different ways to do it, which I think is part of the fun of being a CrossFit coach because it's... Yeah,
1: definitely. You know, yeah,
0: you course. can mix and match and, and do crazy stuff. Sure. But, um, yeah, lowering that intensity, focusing on movement, you know, and things that are typ- typically not incorporated in CrossFit gyms, at least not in the past. Again, I think CrossFit coaches and gyms as a whole are getting a lot better about this. But, sure. you know, tempo movements in your in your you know your slow lifts squat bench deadlift i like that you know strict pressing more um holding gymnastics positions more overhead holds handstand holds on the wall you know even like we do it at my gym like we do bicep curls tricep extensions bench press like all of that stuff makes you a stronger physiological organism like yeah there's no reason not to train those things. Like, yeah, you get some indirect like bicep activation here and there through these functional movements and stuff like that. but there's no reason to not keep your biceps and triceps strong and healthy because that's gonna help maintain your overhead stability when you're snatching or you know clean and jerking or handstand walking or or whatever. so,
1: and what's funny, it's funny that you brought that up because I, I think of the same thing just whenever anybody goes into the gym trying to tackle weight loss or trying to build more muscle or do something like that is they always just kind of go into the the single joint stuff the bicep curls the tricep extensions and and yes. what you're talking about and and this is what i think it's it's i take from crossfit with this is that the the compound movements are really and truly the focus should be the focus of anybody's fitness goal whether you're weight loss whether you're muscle building you should prioritize your effectiveness in like a squat or a deadlift and then put what you said put the other stuff kind of at the end of the workout as a way to make those lifts stronger as opposed Absolutely. as opposed to like doing the copious amounts of bicep curls and tricep extension just because you think that that is the way to like make your arms bigger or something so absolutely yeah absolutely i cannot could not agree more yeah and and that like that's i think that's why i like the ideals of crossfit is because that you know they they put the focus on the big stuff and you know, you use all the other accessory lifts and the accessory workouts just to make your big stuff better and stronger, you know. So, so, yeah. but people don't do that if they're trying to lose weight or build muscle. I think their their first thought is just like, oh, you know, I want my, my arms to get bigger, so I'm going to go ahead and just hit different kinds of bicep curls. Which, you know, they have their place, but th- they forget about what you said, the compound lifts. And you're using all the other stuff as a way to make those lifts better. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can I, see where I you're always going.
0: try to like put it in layman's terms with people, especially people who are just starting out their their journey. Sure. If they're, if they want to prioritize what they feel they need to prioritize, you know, the smaller accessory movements. Mm-hmm. I always ask them. I'm like, have you ever seen somebody with a good bench press with small arms?
1: That's good. Like, that's good. I've like, no. never, I have never thought to tell anybody that that's perfect.
0: I mean, that's and it, it applies to any of the big three, like, have you ever seen somebody who can deadlift, you know, four hundred five plus? If you're a guy, you know, two seventy five, three fifteen plus. If you're a lady, have you yeah. ever seen somebody who can do that and they don't have back muscles and hamstrings?
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Exactly. They're not. They're not. <laughs> no. They're not, they're not skinny people.
0: Yeah. Right. It's like those those main those big lifts are the main drivers of of adaptation, man. Mm-hmm. And it, I think people don't like them just because they're hard. Like let's be real. It's true. Like yeah, you're you right. You know a you're heavy right. a heavy set of squats sucks. Yeah. But it makes you better.
1: Yeah. And I tried uh, I tried doing like a drop set of squats, which I had never. You know, you do drop sets with like all the upper body stuff, you know, if you do like a lap pull down or whatever, but it was funny. I tried a drop set of squats and I was like, damn, this is the way to go right here. Oh my God. That'll ruin your day. Yeah. There there you go. Yeah. I was, I was on fire afterwards. So you
0: want to, you want to ruin your day sometime on squats, take 60% or like 50 to 60% of your one RM. Okay. And do a hundred reps as fast as you can.
1: Ha. Ah. Oh God. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. It's horrendous,
0: but it sucks. In the bodybuilding, yeah. in the bodybuilding world, they'd call it like a giant set because you're gonna have to rack it mm-hmm. unless you're a cyborg. Yeah, and then exactly. you're gonna, you know, you're gonna rack it for ten, fifteen seconds, and you're gonna pick it back up and and do it again. In the CrossFit world, we would call that like some sort of a metcon or a conditioning
1: piece. Sure. But if you don't
0: like, if you don't think that's gonna destroy your
1: legs, like, <laughs> I, yeah, I would like to see some guy who sort of belittles it. And be like, "Well, I'll be fine. You know, it's okay. It's just sixty <laughs> percent." Like, uh, people have uh, no idea
0: sometimes.
1: Yeah, people have no idea.
0: They're like, "Oh yeah, like super chill." Like, you know, they'll do one thirty-five. They'll be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna bust that for hundred reps." They get like forty reps in, and you can
1: just see it in their face. Oh, it's 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 pain. It's sheer pain. Like, it's they're it's, like, "Oh no, yeah, I have made a mistake." You get you get barely like barely halfway in, and you start. You're like you're like, "Oh, this is this is what he was talking about." Yeah, somebody yep. meant. No, and and it's funny too cuz I think I think as well the, the the problem that some people face is that they think they have to tackle like different muscle groups from with different exercises. And what I mean by that is like, you know, if you go in with legs, then you do a couple sets here with this machine, you do a couple sets here with this machine. But nobody has done what you said and just tackle like 10 sets of squats or a hundred reps of squats and just make that your leg workout so yeah so instead of instead of you know splitting up a bunch of these different leg machines and doing maybe like three sets each you just spend the time with one exercise be it a squat be it a deadlift or just just one and crank out eight to ten sets of that and it's the same thing you're saying at the end of it you're gonna know what what work is you know yeah. So. Yeah, man. And, and, I've
0: done. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of Texas
1: Method. It's a pretty famous strength program. Um, I did. I did a little a little video on it, but but I one of my buddies uh, got back to me, and I I sort of tweaked it. Like I made it. I, I didn't use like the actual definition of Texas Method. So can you tell me like what it what it's meant to be?
0: So Texas Method is a full strength program. Okay. Um You basically you work up to five rms on uh i want to say squat and bench press on friday okay and then monday you do five by five at 90 percent of that five rm for the squat and i want to say you do that wednesday for the bench press sure it's been a while since i looked at the full program i've never done the full program i've done the squat portion of it okay because i was it was being adapted to crossfit Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and uh but like you do a 5RM on Friday right and then you come in and you do 5x5 at your 90% of that of on course. uh the Monday and like that's five sets of five to warm up for that properly get ready and then get through that like it takes like an hour and a half like yeah to what you were saying about like people like oh i need to go do leg extensions like
1: no no screw it, you. it's yeah I'm done. yeah it's it's so like it takes up enough time already just 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 what you're saying, like like people are blown away and and I was too when I first did it, I'm like, uh, oh, you know it'll it'll be fine, it'll go by so fast, nope, not even <laughs> not no it's even a pseudo
0: religious experience, yeah, like that's a good it's way of putting. yeah, and it may it, like you don't need to do anything else after that, like mm-hmm. it's just junk volume at that point, if like, you're not getting any more adaptation, you're just doing stuff,
1: yeah, you're kind of just tacking on tacking on a lot of like unnecessary bulk unnecessary volume you know so yeah exactly but and what i read to just from uh from an article i was looking at the texas method seemed to be a good way for like people who've been lifting for a long time who've kind of reached a plateau and they don't know where to go next so it yes, seems I would as though, agree with that. yeah, so it seems like a good way to incorporate a bunch of different approaches to lifting, right? For people who are way past the newbie gains and they've gotten to a point where they need more progress, but they don't know where to go, right? Texas method
0: is a pretty squarely like intermediate mm-hmm. lifter routine. The one thing I would say, and this is just from my experience, I did Texas method for six weeks okay. on the squats. But I stopped getting adaptation after a month.
1: Okay, okay, that's good. So to for well for people to hear, just so that's kind of the timeline, I guess.
0: Yeah, and I mean it's gonna be a little different for everybody. Like I responded really quickly. Obviously, my five RM squat went from three forty-five to
1: three seventy-five in a month. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's but
0: but after that, it was basically the last two or three weeks. I would come in on Friday and it I would put 380 on the bar because I just wanted to add five pounds to it and Mm -hmm. I would die. Like Mm. I was I had hit adaptive resistance to that stimulus at that point. Like my body was like, we I were adapted. You're not getting any more out of me from this. Like I needed to change it up. And like I said, it's gonna be a little different for everybody, but I definitely like if somebody was wanting to do Texas Method and they were an intermediate lifter, I would not do it for more than six to eight weeks. And if you if you did it and you hit you know you hit a 5rm and then you did it the next week and you didn't pr and then you did it again and you didn't pr i would just shut it down and deload mm. because you're not getting any more adaptation at that point
1: and and it's so what did you do did you conti- did you deload after that or did you kind of continue into another program <clears throat>
0: No, I diluted okay. uh, for a week on the squats, and then after that, I went into a high rep cycle.
1: Okay. Okay. So Perfect.
0: and it was it was CrossFit flavored, but it was like five rounds of max reps at forty or fifty percent in like two minutes, and sure. then there was like. Two minutes of rest, so it was more of a high rep cycle. It would be a muscular endurance thing in the bodybuilding or regular world. It would be like sets of
1: twenty, probably. Okay, sets of twenty. Okay, I I, see that's good. I I need to do something like that because I've just been kind of spinning my wheels. You know, people. I'm I'm in the rut too that people probably find themselves in. You know, I, I. You get, you know, you know what you like in fitness, you know, you know what you prefer doing and you're not something mentally kind of tells you it's like, oh, you know, I'll just, I'll get to this other goal or this other thing later. And you just sort of stick with what you've been doing. And, uh, but yeah, that's, so I need to do what you said. Like the sets of 20 is a great, great thing to try. And I think sets
0: of 20 or even just a, uh, the 20 rep squat um okay you start at like 50 percent of your squat for 20 reps and you just add five to ten pounds a week nice okay like super simple it's devastating yeah um but it's really great for you know muscular endurance and it's great for volume so it's going to help drive hypertrophy um i've got one of my coaches actually at the gym she does kind of her own programming and stuff but she's been she's
1: been doing it um
0: the 20 rep squat program for a little while now and she's okay. gotten great results
1: with it 20 rep squat what uh so uh, this, is a, this is another random question what what's your big pet peeve like if you walked into a gym and i know i have like 20 a, a gazillion pet peeves but what do you hate seeing whenever you walk into a gym or a crossfit gym is there something that's like a crossfit inside joke oh that's a good that's a good question. It's the toughest question my, of this interview. There you go. What is my
0: pet peeve? Yeah, um, what's your pet
1: peeve, man? Cuz everybody's got one. I think I think so whenever you I, walk I do. into a gym or something.
0: I have a couple. So okay. I would say I have my biggest pet peeve for for athletes working out. Yeah. I hate when people lay on the floor during burpees.
1: So, okay. Okay, just can, just get up interesting so it's kind of because i guess in the crossfit world it's like you know you you can't you can't do that <laughs> well so. it's
0: it's not even it's not even the crossfit world i think it's just me yeah I, and i think it's maybe a little bit of the military i don't really know but I like there's nothing for you like on the floor on the floor <laughs> <laughs> get yeah.
1: up yeah just,
0: just get up like i don't know it's a huge pet peeve of mine sure um,
1: as and a, then, as a coach and as a trainer, I mean, it's gotta be like, like you're, you know, you just expect people at at the very least to stay standing, you know, even if you're, even if you're, you're reaching your burnout and you're, you're ready to throw in the towel.
0: I mean, I get it. Like I've wanted to lay on the floor yeah. numerous times during burpees, but like just stay standing a second, you know, sure. or two before you go into your next rep, get, actually get some oxygen. Mm-hmm. And just just don't lay on the ground. It's not a good look.
1: Yeah, no, it's no, it's not. No, you're right. <laughs> yeah, because um, then you look like a pile of goo. So
0: yeah, it's That's just pretty, not good. Yeah. And then I think, I think my pet peeve as a coach would be if somebody just is clearly like struggling with uh-huh. a lift, mm-hmm. or or lifting too heavy, or Moving with more intensity than they should, sure, and it not being addressed.
1: So yeah, just drive, yeah. So it's but well. To, so to your point, it's it's in CrossFit, and I mean that is like of of real importance in CrossFit, like doing a movement properly because because it will come back and bite you in the ass if you're not doing it right yeah man well and it's yeah. a
0: funny thing because like part of the stereotype or stigma of crossfit is like well they only care
1: about moving fast and blah blah, 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 blah. that is what i've heard and yeah exactly like that's what But I it's heard completely from like
0: it's not true in, no. in the crossfit l1 and what all coaches should teach their athletes is it's mechanics uh-huh. so you need to be able to do the movement properly sure consistency, you need to be able to do the movement correctly, consistently, then, and only then, do you have the right to move with intensity.
1: There you go. That's a, that's a great, yeah, that's, man, that's, that's how you should define everything though. That's, that's it, with anything you do and outside yeah. Of CrossFit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And there's yeah. a great like, uh, example that they use or that was used in my L1. And I, mm-hmm. I like it, I think just from the military, but I don't know if you know anything about shooting, Right, but if no, if you I wish are I did. Shooting, <laughs> so I can paint this picture pretty easily for you. Sure. If if you were gonna shoot at a at a paper target okay. with a pistol or a rifle, mm-hmm. and I told you to be as accurate as possible, you're gonna take your time. Exactly. It's not gonna go very fast. Now, if I told you to go as fast as possible, it's not gonna be very accurate. Sure. You're gonna be all over the paper, right?
1: Exactly. The,
0: what CrossFit is looking for is the marriage of those two things. I want you to be as fast as you can be mm-hmm. while being
1: accurate. Okay, wow. Yeah, that's... Man, and and people don't get that. Like, I didn't even... No. Get, you, you, yeah, you said that to me, and that kind of, like... That, that, that made me realize, like, exactly what you're looking for. So people are just going to assume watching any CrossFit or, on, like, the CrossFit games or anything. They're just going to see this almost you know since they don't understand the movements and me personally too i mean i don't even understand them that well it's it's the fact that they just look like they're just going fast and there's not you know they've done it so much that the form is second nature to them i'm sure so for the untrained eye and for people who don't recognize that it just kind of looks like you're burning through the exercises so exactly it looks
0: like people having a seizure with a barbell
1: exactly there you go and and you know right I've done them before but it's so funny you try you try like a snatch or a clean and jerk and you kind of realize the complexity of it you know automatically so when I just decided to try that randomly so I did that at a yeah. gym and I was like damn this is something so the yeah. olympic
0: lifts are difficult They are like, man they like, are
1: Oh my god I always god.
0: Ex- I always tell people especially new people at the at the gym like when they're first starting they're like this is really hard and I'm like dude these <laughs> two movements are an entire sport
1: yeah yeah there you go (laughs) yeah like they're hard it's
0: okay it's okay like it's okay for it to be hard you're gonna get it
1: yeah it's practice like anything else yeah just going through and trying to uh, trying to trying to activate the right muscles at the proper time and everything so yeah man yeah geez man that's crazy i was gonna ask you another question i'm trying to think of it i had i had a good one damn had it me. and you lost it dude i know it was so good it was it was it was a great one i was gonna ask oh that's what it was that's what it was is there a particular crossfitter that you personally look up to is there somebody a CrossFitter that i look up that to? you look up to or maybe not look up to but just but just kind of you you know you'd like like everybody's got i've got my favorite bodybuilder. like what's who's your favorite crossfitter
0: yeah so i'm like I'm an OG CrossFitter ish uh-huh. in the sense where I've always been a big Rich Froning fan.
1: Oh, but well, yeah, um, he's amazing. <laughs> I mean, even of course, even I right? know like, him. Yeah, he's he's unbelievable. He's he's the, yeah, he's yeah, he's the goat. Fantastic athlete
0: yeah. and uh, like overall great dude with the stuff he does outside yeah. of the gym as well. Um, I think another CrossFitter that I really uh, admire for what he does is a dude named Zach George.
1: I have not heard of Zach. He's, George. okay. So he's a
0: British athlete. Okay, um, so he sounds sophisticated, yeah. He, <laughs> he is, he is sophisticated, very sophisticated. Yeah. I, I really like, so uh, CrossFit is a little bit more difficult on the sports side, if you're a bigger athlete, if you're okay. taller and stuff, just because of range of motion, mm-hmm. moving your body weight through space, like, CrossFit is a legit sport now, and the ideal size for a CrossFitter is like 5'7 to 5'9, 200 pounds, right? For sure. Um, so, I'm 6'2, so I'm on the taller end of things. Okay. And uh, Zach George is like, two thirty. Yeah. And he is a beast at gymnastic stuff, which to me is just always super impressive. Like yeah, he's
1: two thirty,
0: and I think I've seen him do like twenty or twenty-five unbroken bar muscle ups. Oh my god! just like that's fantastic. Like how, that's ridiculous. How
1: tall is this guy?
0: I don't know how tall he is. I, he might be six foot ish. Okay. Um.
1: Oh, but that's, that's, that's impressive. That's impressive. Yeah, but he's a,
0: he's a large dude. Um, Yeah. And just like, I followed him for a really long time before he kind of made it big. He was uh, just on a, I want to say Men's Health UK or something like that. Sure. Because he had qualified for the the games this last year. But watching him like progress through the gymnastics stuff and just seeing what he's capable of doing now, it's like, okay, big guys can do cool stuff on the, on the gymnastics rig too. We just got to work at it.
1: Yeah, it's just, it's, but yeah, I mean, I can see with gymnastics and with, like, just being a shorter person, you know, more, you know, more stocky, I guess, would kind of, would kind of benefit you a little bit, you know? Yeah, it's just a little more
0: beneficial for moving quickly, like, you don't have to move the barbell as far and stuff like that, and the gymnastics movements, your center of gravity is closer to the floor, you're more compact, like, yeah, I always make I always make fun of myself when I handstand walk. I look like a drunk a drunk giraffe. Like <laughs> yeah. my legs are fucking everywhere and I'm going crazy. And um, there's that but,
1: guy. Uh, that, I mean, what's his name? They look tall on the TV. I don't know if they are in real life, but um, he was on the CrossFit Games. I think, I think he was Canadian with Valner Like there was Patrick Valner. And yeah, he's taller. He's taller. Okay, because he seems he's like, like 5'11, a, okay
0: or five eleven, six foot.
1: Okay, because Vellner and then it was his his buddy, his other Canadian buddy. I don't remember this. this Fakowski. There you go. That's yep, exactly. Yeah. he seems tall too. So
0: yeah, Fakowski. I think he's like six two.
1: There you go. He's 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 your yeah. He's in your position. So he's
0: yeah. He holds it down for the tall guys too. There's a there's a couple of them. Uh, Travis Mayer. Okay. He's an American athlete. I think he's I think he's six foot, ish. So he's pretty tall. Yeah. And then there have been a couple other guys over the years. Spencer Hendel was like 6'2. Asia Bartow was like 6'5.
1: Okay. Um Wow. So Oof, God. That's something. Yeah, Six I would five. say
0: I would say Froning and uh and Zach George. I I like I like watching what those guys are doing.
1: Yeah, that's it's 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 amazing to me. And Froning, I mean, and I mean you can't
0: not like Matt Fraser
1: either. Like he's also a beast. The, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Like he's a freak of nature like he's incredibly fit works incredibly hard like won it five times like came back from a broken back like i mean how do you not get some inspiration from that
1: yeah yeah i mean if you're yeah like uh, you know and and crossfit it's just you know so not back heavy just kidding no it's 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 all back yeah that's it's amazing exactly i know wow man that's that's something do you have a favorite bodybuilder
0: um favorite bodybuilder man (laughs) <laughs> I used to be super big into bodybuilding when I first started uh-huh. working out. Um If you so, say
1: Schwarzenegger, I'm cutting you just kidding. No, no, kidding. no, no,
0: no. <laughs> uh, so I've always really liked Kai Green.
1: Yes. Um, okay, I I do agree with that. I do like um, him. He's very Kai Green's super cool. He's something. Yeah, he's he's really cool. He is.
0: Um and then
1: like the philosophical bodybuilder.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh which I, I get on board with that. Um I really liked um Greg Plitt.
1: He's, yeah, that's a, that's a um, golden name. Oh, no, no, that's great. Sorry, I'm thinking of somebody else. No, Greg Plitt was the, what, Army Ranger?
0: Yeah. 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 And then um, I followed Steve Cook for a really long time. <laughs> uh, he was, like, the reason I started working out. I was like, I want to look like that.
1: Jesus, I Jesus like. Me too, but uh, I had, right? I was talking to somebody and they made a good point about Steve Cook. Is that at the end of any of his videos? If you watch any of his like bodybuilding videos, at the end of them, he always says this. He always goes, "At the end of the day," and then he just sort of goes on from there. So he always <laughs> so at any one of Steve Cook's videos, he just goes, "You know, at the end of the day," Da da da, you know, blah blah blah. I'm
0: I'm gonna look for <laughs> God, that because that's pretty funny.
1: Yeah, it is, but you gotta go check it out. And I didn't like. I, I just knew. I, I haven't watched too many Steve Cook videos, but when he told me that, I just you could hear it in the back of your head. You're like, you know, I think he's done that. Like that makes perfect sense. He would he would do something like that. I don't know, right. but but yeah, Steve Cook has that that kind of like that broy sort of. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah,
0: he's like. Yeah. I mean, when you're a 19 year old dude, you're oh, right, you, you get love into him. Working out. <laughs> yeah you're like oh yeah. this guy's awesome
1: yeah uh, and, I, and i looked up to him too i saw steve cooker i was like that's the body i want right there yeah dude, so
0: dude looks like a oh, Greek sculpture turned to life
1: i know he does uh, and he's amazing so who
0: else was a bodybuilder i really liked yeah kai green
1: kai green um do you like any older bodybuilders like a golden age bodybuilder
0: yes i'm losing all their names right now There's because I'm a d- knuckle dragger.
1: I'm trying to th- well if, you know, okay, Arnold obviously. Um, Tom Platts. Tom Platts, yeah. Yeah, there you go. amazing. Dude, if
0: If somebody needs to learn how to bring the intensity mm-hmm. to the gym, they just need to go watch Tom Platts videos.
1: Sure. That dude was uh, awesome. But the cool thing about Tom Platts too. And I don't I don't know too much about Tom Platts, but the little I know is that considering how much of a beast he was, he kind of took. Wasn't he more like a power lifter? Like a little bit more. Am I, or am I thinking of somebody else? Cause I, think, I have no idea. Okay. Okay. Cause it I have was, no idea. I think it was him. Cause I think it was Tom Platz. Cause he kind of, he kind of took a different direction to bodybuilding. He kind of approached it from like the power perspective. But I mean, who, you know, those, those freak freaks of nature always do that they're always heaving massive amounts right. of weight and and insane stuff you know ronnie coleman's doing like an 800 pound deadlift or something. who was who was the guy oh he was really big in the 90s mm.
0: i cannot remember his name in the 90s
1: was, was he an olympia guy yeah okay pissed
0: me off too he was on rogan
1: uh uh oh god um it's funny, I listened to I listen to Ronnie Coleman's interview with Rogan. Um, it's not him. I'm trying oh, to think. In
0: my head, my head is thinking it begins with an L, but I don't think it does. Was it Lee Haney? It might have been Lee, Lee
1: Haney. I Haney. I don't think it was. Okay. Oh, it's going to piss me
0: off. No, I don't remember, but. It,
1: yeah, it's because it's, I think Lee Haney was 90s. Now, he may have been 80s. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. But they're all great though. That's the funny thing. I do oh, like yeah, they're all I, fantastic. I do like Frank Zane. I think he's my
0: Frank Zane. My guy. Yeah,
1: dude. I don't know. I think uh, he looks amazing. I
0: mean anybody who reaches the pinnacle of a sport like bodybuilding, yeah.
1: dude, They are great. Beast. Yeah. I, I can't I can't look at them and go, Well, you know, you're missing a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Oh
0: <laughs> not at all. Dude, I could not do bodybuilding, even if I wanted to, because it's so subjective. Like True. I that's a good point. I I love the fact about like CrossFit, powerlifting, Olympic lifting. Like mm. it's, it's, there's hard ma- metrics, right? Like yeah. you, you lifted this much, you ran this fast, you did this thing. That's how you're, you're judged to, to put yourself, to put the amount of work bodybuilders do into bodybuilding and then to be
1: just dismissed. competing
0: against people and it being subjective to judges eyes.
1: Yeah. It's is amazing yeah and and it's funny because it's it's it really is you know you don't know what's going on behind the scenes too that's the funny thing you don't know if if judges actually do like a certain person even though he's not deserving of it and I think oh, I- uh, yeah and to your point that's 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 a problem with it you know CrossFit is entirely about just just going all out <laughs> do doing your best, you know. Right. So, and, and, and I can only
0: imagine the politics oh, yeah, dude. a sport like that. It's probably horrendous. It's
1: something it really is. Uh, you know, I, I didn't, I did a couple shows, but it's, you know, it, it really, you can tell going back there and looking at the competitors, you can tell who kind of has a fighting chance or who's kind of closer to the judges, you know? Right. And, and it's not, it's not like you've seen anything. You just you just looking at the competition you know you just really do it's so funny and you kind of you see the genetics you see the differences you see the people with smaller waists and and you know you you know how you're going to stack up immediately you kind of see it so, right no yeah. that makes sense yeah but crossfit i think is different because you can just you go in there and as long as you you bring it i think you know you you win like you have to you have to reach a certain point like you have to get certain lifts and do certain things in a time limit so i think it's an actual right. competition as opposed to you know i have a six-pack so right yeah yeah exactly which plenty of crossfitters could do bodybuilding pretty well though you know because they're oh, all they're sure. all looking like greek gods so for sure. yeah
0: yeah there's the amount of volume they do they have
1: a good amount of hypertrophy especially the elite so. i try to
0: practice what i preach you know you got to you got to lead from the front. You can't yeah. be telling people what to do and, and not doing it.
1: You're so. not just sitting there coaching, eating a bowl of ice cream and just kind of like, no, I mean, no. I mean, come on. That'd be funny though. You just, it sitting, would be funny. You just sitting on the sideline. Somebody's doing a burpee. They fall on the floor and you just kind of get right next to them. You got like your pizza and like, what the hell are you doing? Get I, up. This
0: is, this is a, this is a kind of funny story. You'll, yeah. you'll find this entertaining. Uh, a couple years ago, uh, all of the coaches at my gym made workouts and we, okay. we call them like our gym specific benchmarks. Sure. And we all did them with the members. Like it was you know kind of a big community thing. And one of the coaches, <clears throat> she can remain anonymous because there's people who probably still hate her for this workout. <laughs> um, sure. She made this workout and it was just horrendous. It was assault biking, deadlifts. And then you had, in remaining time to do a bunch of burpees, uh, as many as you could. Uh, and then the the rest was like a minute between the rounds, and it was like five rounds. It was just – it's horrendous. It's abysmal. It's a super gross workout. Yeah. So I did it, and then I went and got my lunch that day and then came back to the gym to watch the 11.30 workout do it. Sure. The 11.30 class. And I sat <laughs> – off in the corner of the gym and ate chipotle (laughs) while i watched them do that workout
1: just unbuckling your pants like all right
0: have fun you guys uh, the the class finished and like three of the members were like i hate you right now yeah go away (laughs) i hate you i don't care that you already did this just get out of my face sure i'm dying
1: well, hey man, to your credit though, Chipotle is not super unhealthy. I'll 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 give you I'll give you benefit of the doubt there because you know, it's not like, you know, you can get healthy stuff on a Chipotle burrito. It's not like going to I don't know, going to Taco Bell and getting yourself like a chalupa or something. Yeah. Like coming back with eight Taco Bell eight, tacos. Yeah, for 3 bucks. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this only cost me a fiver. right you get a month's worth of sodium yeah exactly one taco yeah exactly i mean i gotta stock up on my sodium you know (laughs) i I need that in my diet so man dude that's funny though and i think i i uh yeah there was that and then you know whenever you're training somebody i think you know family guy made a joke i don't know if you watch that but uh, they were talking, you know, somebody who kind of just gets into training, and I think I found myself doing this too. I don't know if this goes into CrossFit at all. It might just be like more regular personal training. But you know, somebody tells you what, uh, what they eat, and I don't know, family guy was making a pun out of it, and the trainer was just going, uh, going oh, oh, you really, you shouldn't eat that. Oh, oh my God, that's just bad for you. That's so bad. <laughs> like, that yeah, yeah there you go i don't know it, i don't do it justice because i'm sitting here talking over a mic so no i know stupid. what you're talking about yeah yeah but it yeah, just it. made me think because somebody tells you like oh i eat pizza and they're like oh oh so you eat oh, pizza oh. oh why do you do that <laughs> I, I would love to try that out on somebody someday in a nice way in a nice jokey right like, way. like
0: stage it like have one of your friends be the person (laughs) and just and just have some random person watching
1: i know yeah it just just... (laughs) oh oh why do you eat that oh oh you're you're terrible you're bad yeah something like that i don't know i'm a bad trainer just kidding just kidding so well, there you go man